Welcome to Heidi's Lemonade Stand, where we celebrate the triumphs of people who have overcome their own life's challenges and made our world better. People who have taken life's lemons and made lemonade. I am Heidi, your host. Thank you for joining me. Soma, welcome. I'm so excited to be able to talk to you today. So you can start by telling me three things about yourself. Okay. First of all, thank you for letting me be here. I appreciate the opportunity. So I am an artist, I think is the first thing that comes to my mind. And really, I don't feel like that was a choice. I just feel like from the time I was very young, it was something that was evident and that it was just what I was going to be. It, when people asked me what I was going to be when I grew up, I just said an artist. And they said, well, that's a nice hobby. But um, but for me, it was I was either going to be a starving artist or I was going to be wealthy artist, either way, or somewhere in between. Um, so that's the first thing. Also, I am an imperfect soul, just like all the rest of us, and I am working every day to improve. Um, and then the other thing is, I think I have a, there's a difference between a fixed mindset um, and a growth mindset, and I'd like to think that I have that growth mindset. I'm open to learning and developing and growing, and those are th things I think that, I, you know, that all of us are here on earth to do, so yes. that's three things about me. I love it. That's great. Thank you for sharing that, and I'm sure those have a lot to do with your lemon to lemonade story, so you've got to share with me yes. your story. Okay. Yeah, absolutely they do, because I don't think I would be the person I am today without what I went through, so... To start off, I'll just say, do you know what the um, ACE assessment is? No. It's it's a um, it's the adverse childhood experience experiences assessment. It was um, put out by the um, uh, let's see the disease uh, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, and they came up with ten childhood traumas that they felt like affected your adult life. And based on how many of these childhood traumas you had, then you were more likely as an adult to, say, be a smoker or be a drug addict or, you know, whatever. So the person that I found out about this test, he said that he had actually four of the ten uh, childhood traumas. And I, uh, so I looked into it and did the test myself. Well, I've had seven of the ten. So... <clears throat> There's not really just one lemon, there's several. And I don't say that to be, um, for people to feel sorry for me, because like I said, absolutely everything that I went through happened for a reason, and I would not be the person I am without those lemons, so I'm grateful. But, um, you know, according to statistics, I should be on the streets doing drugs right now. So I'm very grateful that I'm not. And that's part of my lemonade that, I will, that I'll share later. So um, I grew up in a home with um, a lot of drug abuse and alcohol abuse and, and um, physical abuse as well. Um, I was actually the only one I found out years later that was not a victim of sexual abuse in my family other than my stepfather. So uh, that was kind of the environment I grew up in. And you carry with you those false belief systems and uh, patterns that you watched as a child. And so 
I had many things like divorce and issues as an adult that I, that I carried with me. And until I hit rock bottom, which one of my rock bottoms was, um, actually it's, it's in the beginning of my book, my memoir that I wrote. The first chapter is about how I ended up in jail. And this was an aha moment for me and a time that I realized, and, and I wasn't there because I was this terrible, you know, abusive person. I was there because of deceit and um, someone else betraying me, my husband, in fact. <laughs> so he had me sent to jail. So that's where I recognized that these patterns of, of falling into abusive relationships and other things that were happening in my life were not because of this narcissist that I was married to. It wasn't because of that. I mean, I was the common denominator, right? And I needed to realize that, first of all, this my husband at the time did not have the capacity to love me. And that was kind of a hard blow. But I needed it to be that bad. I needed it to be so bad that he would deceitfully throw me in jail in order to realize that. So I don't blame him for that now. I mean, for a couple of years, I did have some a lot of anger, but my book talks about how I was able to work through that. So um, just to kind of explain a couple of the lemons, or a few of them, there's one chapter in my book that is called The Year of Tears. And this is where about every six weeks, I had something major happen in my life. And uh, one of my lifelong friends passed away um, and she was only in her 30s. And then six weeks later, um, my son was severely burned. He um, accidentally pulled a um, cup of, or I mean a big pan of boiling water on top of himself. He was trying to catch his balance and it burned all over his shoulder, back and neck. And I spent three days with him in the ICU. And then uh, six, about six weeks later was 9-11, and, you know, that was kind of traumatic for all of us. And then about six weeks later, my husband and I, um, well, no, my husband quit his job without any other um, opportunities available. We had two mortgages and child support and all of this kind of stuff. So financially, we just, um, everything, you know, we we about had to file bankruptcy. And then um, in December, my uh, we, my husband and I had been going to counseling, and um, I, my dad had a major heart attack and had six bypasses. We almost lost him. That was very emotionally um, difficult for me. And then I found out my husband had an affair. My sister and I both got divorced, and my brother went back to prison. And somewhere in that, in that time frame, um, my house, so there was a brush fire in our neighborhood and um, my house was threatened. The firemen said that I had to evacuate my home. It looked very much like my home was going to get consumed in flames, but did the grace of God, I believe, um, a breeze came that pushed the fire in the other direction back into the common area and my, my house and my next door neighbor's home was saved. So lots of stuff that went on um but i think the 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 main theme here is is you just get up one more time than you fall down right 
And um, so one of the things that happened to me also was I had a back surgery that went terribly wrong. And I, I almost hesitate to say that now because I hate even, I hate even um, acknowledging that a, a, a surgery went terribly wrong because I think my brain listens to that, my, my subconscious, you know. It's like, oh, it went wrong, so we better not have your back get better. But anyway, uh, so I had had sciatic pain for quite some time, went in for surgery. It, the pain after surgery was much worse, and it was in a different location, and it just kept getting worse over the month. I was crying. I, I would call and leave messages with my doctor that I, I'm literally crying, saying, please, you've got to help me. I'm in so much pain, I can't, I can't handle this anymore. And, you know, he didn't want to be accountable for anything, so he was kind of trying to downplay it. But what happened was uh, I got to where I was in so much pain, um, I really literally didn't think a body could have that much pain without passing out. And I'm someone, I had nine and a half and 10 pound babies naturally. So I think I know what pain is. I know what it feels like to have your hips kind of move apart to have, let the baby come through. So I know what that pain is. And literally this back pain that I had was so much worse. And, um, but in that process, I decided to have a conversation with pain and well, let me back up a little bit because I had been, I felt like inspired many times over and told that I needed to write a book and I had kept putting it off. But I finally, because I didn't have an ending, I thought, well, I'm not going to write this book about all these silly things that happened to me just so that I can be a victim, right? I don't have this big aha moment to share, but I felt impressed that I still needed to start chronicling everything that had happened. So back to the back surgery and the pain. So there I am in excruciating pain and this this was kind of like a roller coaster ride. I would start to feel a little bit better and then the pain would come back up again. So when I'm have, I decided to have this conversation with pain, I said, you know, why do you feel like you've had to be in my life so much? Why um, you know, when my, when I was, when my parents were divorced when I was five years old and, and that really rocked my world. And then, you know, being hit by a truck when I was a teenager and all of these other things, I, I thought we need to get to the bottom of this and figure out why you keep coming into my life because it's just not, it's not really very fun, right? <laughs> I did. And in this conversation, I had this incredible aha moment and I, and as soon as the thought started coming to my mind, I knew that that was the end of my book. I knew that that was the reason why I had spent the last two and a half years trying to write the book. And it was such a um, relief for me to know that something I was doing and that I had been inspired to do really was an inspiration and something that I was supposed to do. Uh, so that's the lemonade, one of the lemonades. I mean, I feel like my purpose is to help others understand that for one you have the courage within you to get back up on your feet no matter what has happened to you if i can get through it anybody can get through it so that's i i feel like another um important aspect of what i try to uh teach is that is redefining failure you know it's failure is not it's not the end all it's not the end of the world. In fact, as an artist, I know that when I make mistakes, that's when I'm learning my most. If I tried to draw a painting and it didn't have any mistakes in it, well, um, I wouldn't be learning anything. 
and I wouldn't be getting any better. So, so in that way, I think my book re, um, helps you redefine failure and also helps remove some of the self-destructive patterns that we get um, caught up in, especially if you've had a traumatic life. So if someone's reading my book, they can, you know, not just look at my story, but, but see the parallels in their own lives. And in fact, at the end of each of my chapters, uh, I have what I call the deeper dive. And those are questions and content that help the individual, the reader, uh, correlate the different things that are going on in the book with what's going on in their life. And they can say, oh, wow, that's, that's me. Or, you know, some of the questions are, how can you forgive another person in that way? So, and that's one of the big lemonades I was able to come to was forgiveness. Um, I think letting go of, of what other people think of you, uh, letting go of this need to be perfect. We're so hard on ourselves, and yet there's a balance between being too harsh on ourselves and, and then self-indulgence, right? Like, well, I just don't need to do anything. This is who I am. This is how I am, and I just need to, you know. So there's a a nice balance between that. And that's, um, I think, the lemonade for me. And also a big thing for me is that knowing knowing that I'm helping other people. When I get emails and um, letters from people that say, you know, this has really changed my life. What you said has helped me. I, in fact, I just talked to a, a girlfriend yesterday. Well, we're now girlfriends. <laughs> we're now good friends. Um, and she said that, you know, she had... It had come to her at such an important time to help her make some of the decisions in her life. And then ultimately, for me, you know, the aha moment that I had has a lot to do with my Savior, Jesus Christ. So for me, that is the the greatest lemonade of all. Truly, my higher power helps me get through any trial that I have. And he is always there for all of us. And if we can tap into that connection with our higher power, this is where we will find the best lemonade of all. Wow, I love that. That is so great. And you are such an inspiration with this to be able to go through all that you're doing and be able to help so many people. And And it's funny because just to be able to talk to you today was so much against us to be able to even connect today. And, and it feels like, you know, we're trying to be stopped from this because I know that you're going to help so many people even just by telling your story again right now. And I just try to fight through that as well. Anytime I have any opposition against doing something I know is going to be good, it makes me want to do it even harder. And so I appreciate you sticking with me and trying to make this work today to be able to still talk. But Absolutely. A funny story to that is this opposition thing, you would not believe, you would not believe how many crazy, unreal things have happened barriers to try to keep me from getting my book published, getting the audio version done, um, and now publishing the audio version. Seriously, it's just, it's over the top. And in fact, now, I when, when technical difficulties happen like this, this morning, or, um, you know, other things like losing a file or whatever, I just go, well, of course, because that's the opposition I face. And, and Seriously, when I like when I was just getting ready to publish my second edition, uh, I had there was one step that I needed to make 
in the process that was, should have taken about a day and a half. And because of files being corrupt, my, my whole uh, book file and everything, I, it would be fine one day and I'd save it and then I'd open it up the next day and it'd just be completely corrupt. And I'd have to go back and find another um, source to, to find that to find a different file and update it again. And so what should have taken a day and a half literally took a month. And, and that's just one thing. Oh, and then in, <laughs> when I was trying to do the audio version, so I had um, a punctured eardrum. I had these headaches that went on for a week. I went into the doctor and he said, uh, well, we, we need to do a CT scan. So they did that. I went home. He called me immediately and said, get right back here. We think you have an aneurysm. Run to the hospital. I mean, it, it was, oh, and then I had a large cyst. I mean, it's just crazy how much opposition I have gotten. And there have been times, and I'm sure there's times in your life too, and, and those people who are listening, that you just think, okay, I can't go on one more minute. And that's when you get down on your knees and you plead with God and you tell him and you say, you know what, God, you know where I'm at. I can't go one more minute and I need you to take over and allow him to do that and have faith that he will help you. And then you do, you get through it. That's it. So perfectly said. Wow. And um, what a blessing it has been to connect with you. I I really appreciate that and um, look forward to... um, to that connection continuing and, and becoming stronger. So, so you got to tell me, we, yeah, how do I find your book and what's it called? Where do okay. I get it? So a couple things. You can go to my website, findingthediamonds.com, and uh, you can find out all about me. My, You can see my artwork. You can find out about the book and how to get it. Um, so findingthediamonds.com. And then also, if, if anybody that's listening wants to email me, um, within the next week. So we're at, what's the date today? So a week from, from whenever it's posted. I'll, I can, I'll send them a signed copy of my book uh, for just the price that is on Amazon. So they can get a signed copy uh, plus shipping. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, have them email me at Soma, that's S-O-H-M-A dot Ray, R-A-E, at gmail.com. Email me, tell me that they heard me on your podcast, and I can get them a signed copy of the book. That's awesome. What's the name of the book? The book is called Finding Diamonds in Dungeons, and the subtitle is um, A Journey Through Heartache and Loss to a Compelling View of Pain's Purpose. And it's available on Amazon. It's got all five-star reviews so far. And, yeah, so you can look it up on Amazon if you'd like. Just make sure you get the, the latest edition. It'll say bonus edition, uh, and that one will be a better version than the first one. So, again, that's called Finding Diamonds in Dungeons. And you can get it. You can order it from Barnes & Noble. You can pretty much order it anywhere. Just um, make sure you get the bonus edition. Wow, that's awesome. And how long has this book been out? This, the bonus edition came out in July. Oh. So it's it's brand spanking new. That's awesome. Yep, and I've actually got um, really amazing endorsements from um, Wall Street Journal best-selling authors and New York Times best-selling authors, famous podcasters, and everything like that. So I, I've got some really good endorsements this time, which I'm so grateful for. 
Well, and it's an amazing true story and it has a good ending. I know you said you were worried about the ending, but you're in a good place. It doesn't mean you're free of trouble and trials and heartache and problems at all. Exactly. But now you know how to deal with it and now you know your higher purpose. Yeah, exactly. And I think one of the things that helps us get through too, I just want to say real quickly, is knowing, just say to yourself, if I can get through this, then I can help someone else get through the same thing. And that's an excellent motivation because it's a motivation outside of yourself. Because when people say, oh, this will make you be stronger, I thought, I don't want to be stronger. I just want it to be over. <laughs> you that know? is so true. My grandma would always so, say, it's a growing experience. I'm like, grandma, I'm big enough. I don't want to grow yeah, anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but when you do, you know it's helped someone else, then there's this part of you that's like, okay, I have a lesson to learn from this, and maybe someday learning this will be something that somebody else can use. And they do. It really is true. Sometimes it's not as fun. So Right, that's true. But that's how we get to the next place. That's how we grow and get to the next place of where we need to be to be able to help someone else. And I love that that you're doing that. And I'm so... I'm so happy to be able to have this time to talk to you and for you to share a little bit of your story. We can't wait to read your book and hear all the rest of all the crazy things you've experienced, but just to see your light and your inspiration now. And I just want to thank you so much for taking the time to be with me today. So thank you. Oh, awesome. I'm, I'm just thrilled. Thank you so much. You're still here. We'll then click on the next episode to get more lemonade.